Welcome to Bible in a Year with Bill. My name is Bill, and I'm your message messenger as we make our way through the message paraphrase of the Holy Bible, written by Eugene Peterson. Good day to you all, and welcome to March 13th. We are on day, oh my goodness, I'm losing track, I think. I think we're on day 71 or 72. I don't have my notes right here with me, but uh, today we're going to be reading from Numbers, chapter 25 to 27, and then we're going to finish up with Psalm, chapter 35. So let's get right into it today. How's it going with this numbers? Are you are you following along? I'm struggling with it. I'm having a hard time with it. Um, it's uh, there's a lot a lot to digest there. But anyway, let's get right into it with Numbers chapter 25. When Israel was camped at Shittim, which means Acacia or Acacia Grove, the men began to have sex with the Moabite women. It started when the women invited the men to their sex and religion worship. They ate together and then worshipped their gods. Israel ended up joining in the worship of Baal, of the Baal of Peor. God was furious, his anger blazing out against Israel. God said to Moses, Take all the leaders of Israel and kill them by hanging, leaving them publicly exposed in order to turn God's anger away from Israel. Moses issued orders to the judges of Israel, Each of you must execute the men under your jurisdiction who joined in the worship of Baal Peor. Just then, while everyone was weeping in penitence at the entrance of the tent of meeting, an Israelite man flaunted his behavior or flaunting his behavior in front of Moses and the whole assembly, paraded a Midianite woman into his family tent. Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, saw what he was doing, grabbed his spear, and followed them into the tent. With one thrust he drove the spear through the two of them, the man of Israel and the woman, right through their private parts. That stopped the plague from continuing among the people of Israel, but 24,000 had already died. God spoke to Moses, Phinehas, son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, has stopped my anger against the people of Israel. Because he was as zealous for my honor as I myself am, I didn't kill all the people of Israel in my zeal. So tell him that I am making a covenant of peace with him. He and his descendants are joined in a covenant of eternal priesthood, because he was zealous for his God and made atonement for the people of Israel. The name of the man of Israel who was killed with the Midianite woman was... Zimri, son of Salu, the head of the Simeonite family, and the name of the Midianite woman who was killed was Cosby, daughter of Zur, a tribal chief of a Midianite family. God spoke to Moses, From here on, make the Midianites your enemies. Fight them tooth and nail. They turned out to be your enemies when they seduced you in the business of Peor. And that woman Cosby, daughter of a Midianite leader, the woman who was killed at the time of the plague in the matter of Peor. Numbers, chapter 26. After the plague, God said to Moses and Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, Number the entire community of Israel by families. Count every person who is twenty years and older who is able to serve in the army of Israel. Obeying God's command, Moses and Eleazar the priest addressed them on the plains of Moab at Jordan Jericho. Count off from age twenty and older. The people of Israel who came out of the land of Egypt 
Reuben, Israel's firstborn, the sons of Reuben were Hanok and the Hanukite clan, Palu and the Paluite clan, Hezron and the Hezronite clan, Carmi and the Carmite clan. These made up the Reubenite clans. They numbered 43,730. The son of Palu, Eliab. The sons of Eliab, Nemuel, Dathan, and Abiram. These were the same Dathan and Abiram, community leaders from Korah's gang, who rebelled against Moses and Aaron in the Korah rebellion against God. The earth opened its jaws and swallowed them along with Korah's gang who died when the fire ate them up, all 250 of them. After all these years, there's still a warning sign, but the line of Korah did not die out. The sons of Simeon by clans, Nemuel and the Nemuelite clan, Jamin and the Jaminite clan, Jachin and the Jachinite clan, Zerah and the Zerahite clan, Shal and the Shalite clan. These were the clans of Simeon. They numbered 22,200 men. The sons of, Ze of Gad by clans, Zephon and the Zephonite clan, Haggai and the Haggite clan, Shuni and the Shunite clan, Osni and the Osnite clan, Eri and the Arite clan, Arodi and the Arodite clan, Areli and the Arelite clan. These were the clans of Gad. They numbered 40,500 men. Ur and Onan were sons of Judah who died early in Canaan. The sons of Judah by clans. Shelah and the Shelanite clan, Perez and the Perizzite clan, Zerah and the Zerahite clan, the sons of Perez, Hezron and the Hezronite clan, Hamul and the Hamulite clan, these were the clans of Judah, they numbered 76,500. The sons of Issachar by clans, Tola and the Tolaite clan, Puah and the Puite clan, Jashub and the Jashubite clan, Shimron and the Shimronite clan, these were the clans of Issachar, they numbered 64,300. The sons of Zebulun by clans, Sarad and the Saradite clan, Elon and the Elonite clan, Jalil and the Jalilite clan. These were the clans of Zebulun. They numbered 60,500. The sons of Joseph by clans through Manasseh and Ephraim. Through Manasseh, Machir and the Machirite clan. Now Machir was the father of Gilead. Gilead and the Gileite clan. The sons of Gilead, Lezer and the Lezerite clan. Helek and the Helekite clan, Azrael and the Azraelite clan, Shechem and the Shechemite clan, Shemida and the Shemidaite clan, Hefer and the Heferite clan. Zelophehad, son of Hefer, had no sons, only daughters. Their names were Mala, Noah, Ogla, Milcah, and Tirzah. These were the clans of Manasseh. They numbered 52,700. The sons of Ephraim by clans, Shethula and the Shethulahite clan, Becker and the Beckerite clan, Tehan and the Tehanite clan, the sons of Shuthala were Aaron and the Aaronite clan. These were the clans of Ephraim. They numbered 32,500. These are all the sons of Joseph by their clans. The sons of Benjamin by clans, Bela and the Belaite clan, Ashbel and the Ashbelite clan, Ahiram and the Ahiramite clan, Shuffam and the Shuffamite clan, Huffam and the Huffamite clan, the sons of Bela through Ard and Naaman, Ard and the Ardite clan, Naaman and the Naamite clan. These were the clans of Benjamin. They numbered 45,600. The sons of Dan by clan, Shuham and the Shuhamite clan. These are all the clans of Dan, all Shuhamite clans. They numbered 64,400. The sons of Asher by clan, Imna and the Imnite clan, Ishvi and the Ishvite clan, Beriah and the Beriah clan. The sons of Beriah, Heber, 
and the Heberite clan, Malkiel and the Malkielite clan. Asher also had a daughter, Sarah. These were the clans of Asher. They numbered 53,400. The sons of Naphtali by clans, Jaziel and the Jazielite clan, Guni and the Gunite clan, Jezer and the Jezerite clan, Shilem and the Shilamite clan. These were the clans of Naphtali. They numbered 45,400. The total number of people of Israel, 601,730. God spoke to Moses, divide up the inheritance of the land based on population. A larger group gets a larger inheritance. A smaller group gets a smaller inheritance. Each gets its inheritance based on the population count. Make sure that the land is assigned by lot. Each group's inheritance is based on population, the number of names listed in its ancestral tribe, divided among the many and the few by lot. These are the numberings of the Levites by clan. Gershon and the Gershonite clan, Kohath and the Kohathite clan, Merari and the Merarite clan. The Levite clans also included the Libnite clan, the Hebronite clan, the Malite clan, the Mushite clan, the Korahite clan. Kohath was the father of Amram. Amram's wife was Jochebed, a descendant of Levi, born into the Levite family during the Egyptian years. Jochebed bore Aaron, Moses, and their sister Miriam to Amram. Aaron was the father of Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. However, Nadab and Abihu died when they offered unauthorized sacrifices in the presence of God. The numbering of Levite males, one month and older, came to 23,000. They hadn't been counted in with the rest of the people of Israel because they didn't inherit any land. These are the ones numbered by Moses and Eleazar the priest. The people of Israel counted in the plains of Moab at Jordan Jericho. Not one of them had been among those counted by Moses and Aaron the priest in the census of the people of Israel taken in the wilderness of Sinai. For God had said of them, They'll die, die in the wilderness. Not one of them will be left except for Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. Numbers chapter 27. The daughters of Zelophehad showed up. Their father was the son of Hefer, son of Gilead, son of Machir, son of Manasseh, belonging to the clans of Manasseh, son of Joseph. The daughters were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milkla, and Tirzah. They came to the entrance of the tent of meeting. They stood before Moses and Eleazar the priest, and before the leaders and the congregation, and said, Our father died in the wilderness. He wasn't part of Korah's rebel anti-God gang. He died for his own sins, and he left no sons. But why should our father's name die out from his clan just because, because he had no sons? So give us an inheritance among our father's relatives. Moses brought their case to God. God ruled, Zelophehad's daughters are right. Give them land as an inheritance among their father's relatives. Give them their father's inheritance. Then tell the people of Israel, if a man dies and leaves no son, give his inheritance to his daughter. If he has no daughter, give it to his brothers. If he has no brothers, give it to his father's brothers. If his father had no brothers, give it to the nearest relative so that the inheritance stays in the family. This is the standard procedure for the people of Israel, as commanded by God through Moses. God said to Moses, Climb up into the Abarim mountains and look over at the land that I am giving to the people of Israel. When you've had a good look, you'll be joined to your ancestors in the grave. Yes, you also, along with Aaron, your brother. This goes back to the day when the congregation quarreled in the wilderness of Zin, and you didn't honor me in holy reverence before them in the matter of the waters, the waters of Meribah. 
at Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. Moses responded to God, Let God, the God of the spirits of everyone living, set a man over this community to lead them, to show the way ahead and bring them back home so God's community will not be like sheep without a shepherd. God said to Moses, Take Joshua, the son of Nun, the spirit is in him, and place your hand on him. Stand him before Eleazar the priest in front of the entire congregation and commission him with everyone watching. Pass your magisterial authority over to him so that the whole congregation of the people of Israel will listen obediently to him. He is to consult with Eleazar the priest who, using the oracle Urim, will prayerfully advise him in the presence of God. He will command the people of Israel, the entire community, in all their comings and goings. Moses followed God's orders. He took Joshua and stood him before Eleazar the priest in front of the entire community. He laid his hands on him and commissioned him, following the procedures God had given Moses. Psalm, chapter 35. This is a David psalm. Harass these hecklers, God. Punch these bullies in the nose. Grab a weapon, anything at hand. Stand up for me. Get ready to throw the spear, aim the javelin at the people who are out to get me. Reassure me, let me hear you say, I'll save you. When those thugs try to knife me in the back, make them look foolish. Frustrate all those who are plotting my downfall. Make them like cinders in a high wind, with God's angel working the bellows. Make their road lightless and mud-slick, with God's angel on their tails. Out of sheer cussedness they set a trap to catch me. For no good reason they dug a ditch to stop me. Surprise them with your ambush. Catch them in the very trap they set, the disaster they planned for me. But let me run loose and free, celebrating God's great work. Every bone in my body laughing, singing, God, there's no one like you. You put the down and out on their feet and protect the unprotected from bullies. Hostile accusers appear out of nowhere. They stand up and badger me. They pay me back misery for mercy, leaving my soul empty. When they were sick, I dressed in black. Instead of eating, I prayed. My prayers were like lead in my gut, like I'd lost my best friend my brother. I paced, distraught as a motherless child, hunched and heavy-hearted. But when I was down, they threw a party. All the nameless riffraff of the town came, chanting insults about me. Like barbarians desecrating a shrine, they destroyed my reputation. God, how long are you going to stand there doing nothing? Save me from their brutalities. Everything I've got is being thrown to the lions. I will give you full credit when everyone gathers for worship. When the people turn out in force, I will say my hallelujahs. Don't let these liars, my enemies, have a party at my expense. Those who hate me for no reason, winking and rolling their eyes. No good is going to come from that crowd. They spend all their time cooking up gossip against those who mind their own business. They open their mouths in ugly grins, mocking, Ha 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 ha! Thought you'd get away with it? We've caught you, hands down. Don't you see what they're doing, God? You're not going to let them get by with it, are you? Not going to walk off without doing something, are you? Please, get up, wake up, tend to my case. My God, my Lord, my life is on the line. Do what you think is right, God, my God, but don't make me pay for their good time. Don't let them say to themselves, Ha ha, we got what we wanted. Don't let them say, We've chewed him up and spit him out. Let those who are being hilarious at my expense be made to look ridiculous. Make them wear donkey's ears. Pin them with the donkey's tail. Who made themselves so high and mighty? But those who want the best for me, let them have the last word. A glad shout and say over and over and over, God is great. Everything works together for good for his servant. 
I'll tell the world how great and good you are. I'll shout hallelujah all day, every day. And so the Lord who is great, <laughs> hallelujah, all day, every day. I pray that you would bless this reading today. Thank you, Lord, for this reading. Israel needed a new census because everyone over age 20 at the previous census had died. Census taking demonstrated that God was keeping his people united and organized. From the appointment of Joshua as his successor to the taking of a new census, Moses demonstrated consistency in following God. Leaders today can learn from his example. Two great problems in serving others are both problems of human nature, of focusing on our relationship with people instead of our relationship with Christ. The first problem is that people will expect too much of you, and the second, you will expect too much of them. Both of these problems are problems of unrealistic expectations. Expectations must be focused on Christ, not each other. He is the only one who will consistently not let us down. When someone feels you let them down, you can surrender that relationship to Christ. You are serving Him only. He will give you the strength to serve that person more. You may want to flee from the ingratitude, the insatiable demands of other people, but Christ will empower you to be a servant if you take on His attitude. It can only come by devotion to the personal relationship. The personal relationship with Christ is the oasis in the desert of human relations. When people begin to wear you down, let it remind you that you are not in the overflow. It is time to drink of Christ. Take a motivation inventory. Do you serve others for the praise you receive or for the pleasure of serving Christ? When you have an opportunity to serve, ask God to help you have the right motives. Ask yourself, why would I do this? This reading was taking, taken from the Inspirational Study Bible, which is put together by Max Licato. Anyway, Bible in a Year with Bill is your daily journey into Eugene Peterson's The Message paraphrase of the Bible. Thank you for joining me today, and I will talk to you tomorrow.